Hello, and welcome to the Mind Fitness Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Ursh, and my role as your mentor is to help fuel, feed, and grow your brain to enable you to live your best life. That's right, I want to help you create your life by design. As the owner of New Zealand's longest running women's gym and health and wellness coach for over 22 years, I've had the privilege of helping thousands of women transform their bodies. And what I've learned is the key to all success starts with transforming your thinking. My mission for this podcast is to enlighten and brighten your day. Check it out, we are on episode 34, Reduce Your Frustration mini-series. And you know what? I'm going to try something totally different today. I'm going to lead with the expert, one of my mentors. Are you ready? And you're probably curious now, who is her mentor? Well, let's be honest. I have several mentors. You can't have this brain expand at the level that I wanted to expand with only one mentor. So here's my challenge to you. Do you recognize this voice? Now these first four needs, every human finds a way to meet. Even if you lie to yourself, even if it's a split personalities. But the last two needs, the first four needs are called the needs of the personality, is what I call it. The last two are the needs of the spirit. And this is where fulfillment comes. You won't get fulfillment from the first four. You'll figure a way, smoke, drink, do whatever, meet the first four. But the last two, number five, you must grow. We all know the answer here. If you don't grow, you what? If a relationship's not growing, if a business is not growing, if you're not growing, it doesn't matter how much money you have, how many friends you have, how many people love you, you feel like hell. And the reason we grow, I believe, is so we have something to give of value. Did you guess who my mentor was? Did you, did you, did you? And did you guess what we're going to be talking about today? What is it, Sam? Tony Robbins and need number five, growth. That's right. It is growth. Growth, growth, growth. My, one of my favorite sayings, I shouldn't say it's my favorite saying, because um, again, this is from another mentor I heard this one is, are you green and growing or are you brown and rotting? I'm going to say that again. Are you green and growing or are you brown and rotting? Because these are two choices. And as Tony Robbins just explained, we need to be green and growing. Otherwise, everything's brown and rotting, don't you think? So that comes down to your health. If you're not green and growing in the health arena, then guess what? The body's on destructive mode. It's breaking down. If you're not green and growing when it comes to your mental and emotional well-being, guess what? You become mentally unstable. You start dealing with things like depression, like panic, like anxiety, like split personality disorders, all of these things when we're not green and growing in those areas. Our partner in love, is your relationships green and growing? Like, are they green and growing? maybe they're a little bit brown and rotting. So if you want to know more about growth, we're going to jump into that spiritual need today as part of our mini-series. So let's recap a little bit. What is growth? What what was Tony saying? So while the first four needs that we've already done in this mini-series are more focused on our personality traits, that was the love and connection, significance, certainty and uncertainty, need number five and six are more focused on our needs of the spirit. So these simply can't be done in a good or in a bad way, like the resourceful and unresourceful ways like we went through in the last four. They're simply either very present and important to us, or they're not present and important to us at all. Mm. So the need for growth is focused on learning more, evolving, wanting to gradually gather more resources and experiences 
if this is you, you'd be driven by the fact that we're either green and growing or brown, brown and rotting, like Ursh <laughs> said, right? So people driven by growth, they seek education in most areas of life with the purpose of implementing this in their life and sharing this new skill with others around them whenever possible. So let's have a look at why personal growth is really important. doesn't matter what age you are, growth is important. Remember, as I said earlier, green and growing, brown or rotting. So number one is, it's because it can give you healthier relationships. So when your relationships are low quality, you, your life is low quality. Conversely, when your relationships are healthy and vibrant, you will reap the benefits in profound ways. So let's take me and Sam, we've been together for 20 years and right at the beginning of our relationship, we were like, not brown and rotting, but we had to put effort into growing ourselves individually and then together in the relationship. So what are some of the things that we've learned? How have we grown in the relationship? Um, we found it extremely important to listen, mm. listen to each other rather than this is for me, trying to fix things and not actually listening, just hearing there's a problem, let's fix it, fix it. Mm. But actually learning how to listen to what Ursh is saying and just be there and acknowledge how she's feeling and be able to just be there and not try to fix everything. So that was a really big one. Yeah, and if we didn't learn about the love languages mm -hmm. and we didn't learn about, you know, by doing one of Tony's courses about relationships and we didn't learn, um, you know, if we didn't even grow becoming emotional intimacy coaches, like... We, we were in a relationship, there was nothing wrong with our relationship, everything was hunky-dory. And then all of a sudden we found ourselves in a training to become emotional intimacy coaches. And that is what we're talking about when we say you need to grow. And not only did that grow us individually, but the tools that we gained from that training, not only do we implement now into our business with our uh, coaching clients, we actually applied those tools personally to our own relationship. Right. Yeah. And we found out things about each other that we didn't know. Now, in relationships, if you are not focused on growth individually, then you are not able to contribute to that relationship. So in 20 years, I'd like to think that I'm not the same person. And one of my mantras is, you know, I'm going to always be green and growing. I'm going to be a lifelong learner. I don't want to be the same person that I was yesterday, let alone be the person that I was 20 years ago. I want to learn what I can. I want to have behavioral flexibility so that I can embrace challenges and seek more opportunities. And I think that our relationship by us growing and being open to anything that involves our relationship or anything that involves us individually is that now we can support, encourage and nurture ourselves and each other. And you get to, you actually love your partner more and more. The more you understand them, the more you understand the way they think. You know, like having open and honest communication mm. that's not attacking and it's not confrontational. It's not arguing. It's actually listening to each other and then understanding, taking a moment to take a breath and actually understand where the other person is coming from. You get to really understand what makes each other tick so that when you do have those moments where potentially you could have had a fight mm. because one person has said something which has now upset you, when you've had open communication and good listening as a couple, you're actually able to recognize that this isn't actually an attack at me. This is how this person communicates or what has happened to them in the past or it's a reaction that they have. And the whole thing is just diffused mm. because now you come from a place of compassion and understanding rather than 
uh, resistance and aggression really yeah. and and we're all living with old strategies and sometimes we need to reflect on are those strategies serving us in our relationships and if they're not maybe it's time to adapt change to them and improve them and grow them so lots of us have applied strategies from childhood we're not taught that our strategies are unresourceful like as a child an example as a child you might have been the you know to get your parents' attention, you would pack a sad. So you would fold your arms, you'd bring that bottom lip out and you'd go and storm to your room, slam your door, and then you would sulk. And believe it or not, we carry those strategies on in adulthood. Like, right at the beginning of our relationship, like, I would sulk for three days. Like, that was, and, you know, I'm embarrassed to say that now, but I'm also excited that by adopting the growth mindset, I'm actually able to change a habit or a strategy that I was applying that no longer serves me. In fact, I look at it now and I think that was really pathetic and such a waste of three days of our life, you know, and and our relationship. And I didn't have the skills at that time to be able to express what I was actually feeling to you. And yeah. I think, I mean, that's quite a huge change for me. It's massive. Yeah. Because it takes the pressure off because you can see from the other person's point of view, for three days you're walking on eggshells trying to fix things, don't know what to do. So by learning, opening in the lines of communication and trusting in each other that you're both coming from a place of love and not from a place of judgment, then you can just open up your relationship to a whole nother level and... Like I say, you're never too old to grow. So even if you're 75, 85, 95, 105 and you're listening to this podcast and you have a relationship that you know could be better, start making these little baby, baby changes grow. Nice. Okay, and our second one is when you apply the growth principle, you actually have increased productivity. So the number one enemy of productivity is procrastination. That's right. The, the number one enemy of productivity is procrastination. So if, you're, if you don't have a growth mindset and you are not green and growing, guess what? Your strategy is procrastination. And procrastination is often driven by deeper emotions. So if you think quite often we'll procrastinate and not do something because of the fear of doing it wrong mm. and not actually getting it right, even though how the hell are we supposed to know what the right thing is if no one's taught us? So the only way sometimes to learn is to go ahead, try something and make a mistake and get it wrong. And by doing that, you're actually growing because you're learning what didn't work and you're learning where to go, which direction should I go in. So procrastination holds you back from growth. It holds you back from educating yourself, whatever you're doing. It could be something practical. It could be something mathematical. It could be something um, it, creative. creative. It could be something sporty. It doesn't matter mm. what it is, but growth comes in many different forms. It's not just your education. Don't think of growth as going to school and learning a new language or stuff like that. Growth is everything. You grow in all areas of your life. And if you procrastinate, you're putting the brakes on and you're stopping yourself from, a, from being able to go and do amazing things and be the most amazing person you can be. Yeah, and, absolutely. And yeah. if, if you can relate to being a, a procrastinator, then you're in the right place because every single person has procrastinated at one time or another. Mm. It takes like 10,000 hours to become an expert in one area. Like that's just ridiculous. And most of us, I don't know about you, but most of us think that we, could be, we should have it right. One go, be a perfect, be, have it perfect. 
Well, that just doesn't happen. Like, very rarely is that going to be the case. Like, you look at Michael Jordan. How many times, how many hours, how many shots did he take to be the number one? Like, it didn't just happen that overnight. Happen and it's enough. constant. It was like a mission. Every day, every day, every day, every day, every day. Jewels and jewels and jewels and jewels. Motion doesn't lead to results. Action leads to results. So if you're not taking action in growth and applying the learning principles of growing your brain, of expanding your knowledge, uh, all of those things that make you take steps and you're not moving forward, then you're brown and rotting. And I don't know about you, there's been huge parts and chunks of my life where procrastination served me. It enabled me to not be seen and not be heard and to play a really small game. And an example of me procrastinating was I said that I was going to do a podcast. And I think I said one day, just randomly, I'm going to be a podcaster. That was it. I don't know why. I just said, I'm going to do it. And Sam said, great, do it. And I was like, oh. And then a year later, and I was like, I said that I was going to do it when I was 50. And I procrastinated and procrastinated. And we procrastinate when we have fear of judgment or fear of rejection. Now, imagine... Like we're now sitting over 2,500 downloads of this podcast and my ego back in October was all about, oh, I'm going to have to learn something. I'm going to have to learn something, but, 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 but I had to learn how to use the mic. I had to get Sam to become the editor because, you know, I don't edit any of these things. I just have to sit here and talk, which is great fun. But if I decided to let procrastination rule and stay brown and rotting, then not only would I not have impacted, you know, 2,500 people or, you know, the amount of people that have downloaded this, but I wouldn't have grown and I would have lived with regret. So there we're sitting in brown and rotting. So if you can relate to a, part, a time in your life when maybe you have been sitting in procrastination, and then all of a sudden you had the courage to go and do the thing that was scary. You know, the thing that you had to put your big girl or big boy undies on. How did you feel? I bet you felt like the weight had been lifted off your shoulders. Then you felt this dopamine rush of, I did it. Because when we grow, it releases the happy hormone of dopamine. And that just floods through your body. And you're the one that's taking control of your life. You're then the CEO of your life, which is where fulfillment lies. So if you're brown and rotting, frustration is your bestie. And since I've been on the learning how to manage people better, I've shared with you before, one of my mentors in this arena is John Maxwell. And he says, fail early, fail often, but always fail forward. And what do you think, what does that mean to you? Well, I think in order to fail, for, fail forward to me means you are constantly moving in the direction you're wanting to go. Yes. You might not do it perfectly, but you're going to keep trying. So fail early. Just start now. Don't start tomorrow. Start now. Mm. Fail often. Just try everything. And it doesn't matter how many times you fuck up, basically. Excuse my language. And lastly... It's okay. We've got explicit <laughs> on here, Sam, but that's probably the first time they've heard you swear. Yeah. But lastly, always fail forward in the direction you're going. So if you do fail in the wrong direction, quickly quickly change directions, get back on track, and continue forward to where you're wanting to go. You only fail if you stop. That's right. You're the only, only failure in life is failing to start. Oh, high five, Sam. That's, that's Sam's yes. quote, okay? <laughs> <laughs> That'll be by S. Mitchell. Yeah. Okay, and then number three. 
Enhanced self-control. Yes, I like this one. So if we've got a growth mindset, which of course is, this is what we're all doing. It's 2022, we all want to embrace that growth mindset. Self-control, that ability to regulate your emotions, thoughts and behaviors in order to accomplish a specific goal. It's a cognitive ability that can be worked out and strengthened just as you would your muscles. And what I love about that is, for 18 or over 20 years, I've been transforming women's bodies, and both me and Sam, we've been in, you know, we've had our own personal, well, I've had my own personal training business, and then we bought a women's only gym, so it's always been about transformation at a physical level, and now I'm the mindset mentor, which means I am now in a position where I'm a mentor for other people to help them grow their brain, so that they can start building new neural pathways so that they can get closer towards the goals, closer towards their desires, and they can start living their life by design as opposed to living life by default. Because we can take action on many, many, many things, and I've done that lots of times in my life. And until I had the right mindset, it never stuck. Yeah, and the thing is, um, what they say is that basically, when you set a, when you're setting or working towards a goal for your life, it's easy to become derailed by mm. temptations, habits, and impulses, particularly those ones that are driven by the subconscious beliefs and underlying emotions that you haven't dealt with. So if you focus on growing yourself and understanding what's what's going on, what beliefs you have, what mm. underlying emotions are there around things, because subconsciously we're behaving. We don't even realize what we're doing. We're not actually aware that, oh my gosh, I'm behaving this way because when I was seven, this happened to me, <laughs> right? But when you start doing some growth work, personal development, personal work. development mm. work, and you start understanding why you be are the way you are and why you behave the way you ha behave, you're way more likely to achieve your goals and be on track to where you want to go without that bloody sub subconscious body mind of yours, that little chick that sits on your other shoulder who's constantly in your ear telling you you can't, you shouldn't, you're not good enough, all that stuff, because she's your subconscious. And she's the one that we need to sort out so that the greater, amazing, wonderful, perfect you can go ahead and do what they need to do in life. So when you learn to manage you, when you manage your thoughts, your thinking, you get to manage your life. Like you are now proactive instead of reactive. I don't know about you, but hands up if you've ever had an outburst or you've been triggered by someone else's actions and you've just almost vomited all over them. You've just gone, rah. And then you walk away and then later that night you think about, oh my God, what did I do? I look so stupid. And you have the shame and you start blaming yourself for your emotional reactivity. And when we have a growth mindset, we start becoming aware of our behaviors, of our emotions, and then we can bring them back into check. And then we can ask ourselves some really good questions about, you know, why did I feel triggered by that specific action? What's that bringing up for me? And is that a healthy relationship? Is that something that I want to create change around? And then start journaling around those questions so that you don't have to live in the past because the past has been and gone. You want to be living in the future where you are open to create change around behaviors that no longer serve you. I'm reading this wonderful book that I was sharing in my Ultimate You group on Sunday night. And he one of the, the sayings in the book, The Shift Happens, um, how to live an inspired life, starting right now. Cognitive psychology says your life is what your thoughts make it. In other words, life is 10% circumstance 
and 90%, 90, like nine zero percent response to circumstance. So basically that's saying if we don't master our mind, if we don't adopt a growth mindset, then we are living in a reactive world 90% of our life. Ah, amazing. Like I certainly don't want to be that person. I can see in the past that that has certainly been me. So by having a growth mindset, it's all about owning my emotions, discovering and feeling and being open to receiving whatever emotion comes up for me so that I'm less emotionally reactive to things that I don't really care about anymore. Um, as Earl Nightingale says, whatever you plant in your subconscious mind and nourish with repetition and emotion will one day become your reality. So whatever you are thinking about, whatever you are feeling, whatever you are bringing into your subconscious mind, it's settling in there. Your mind then goes, this is what's true and it will become your reality. So it's so important that you are only feeding your mind with really good, positive, good emotions, great information through growth and development. And mm. you're moving forward so that you are creating your reality in the future. Because whatever your future holds is what you've been doing to yourself for the last X amount of years. And right now, you are creating your future. Yeah, right now. Just, just close your eyes and think about, well, not if you're driving. Okay, not if you're driving. And maybe if you're walking, you might want to take a seat. But just try this. Close your eyes and think about all of your arena right now. So, and when I say, look at the areas, like we do a thing in Ultimate You, which is called Set Up for Success. And I want you to look at the 10 success areas in your life. And what are they right now? And how are they right now? How are they presenting? Look at your health right now. Look at your mental and emotional well-being. Look at your relationships with your partner. Look at your family. Look at your friends. Look at your mission. Are you living your mission? Look at your experiences. Are you having a great life or are you having a crappy life? Look at your spirit. Do you feel fulfilled or are you feeling frustrated? Look at your finances. Do you have savings in the bank or are you living day to day? Are you learning? So have a look at all of those areas right now. So just take a few moments and think about everything. And you may want to journal on this. And in fact, I'd highly recommend you do journal on this because I did this exercise with Rob Dahl, another one of my um, mentors who I'm in one of his coaching groups. And he made us write about where we are right now, where we are today. And then he said, you are the product of your thoughts. So where you are today is because... You put so much time and effort into thinking about it. So everything you are right now is a product of your thoughts 5, 10, 15 years ago. And I was like gobsmacked. I was like, whoa. Like, so if you are not living your life by design right now, if one of those areas is not up to par right now, are you thinking about what you want or are you thinking about what you don't want? Because both of them will get an outcome. And we want you to have the best possible outcome. We don't want you to think about why you don't have the perfect relationship. We want you to focus on why you are and why you're attracting the perfect relationship. And if right now you're not where you want to be, mm. like this isn't what you expect or expect from your life or want for your life, you need to start changing the way you are thinking right now mm. to create the future that you deserve and that you truly want. So don't be settled with, well, this is who I am. This is who I've always been. This is generational. This is who we are. This is my family. And I accept it as it is. That's just 
in, that's in a, that's, it's a, well it's a bit of a cop out really mm-hmm. because it's not true you get to choose your future you get to choose how your life turns out and you need to actually change your mindset by growth take the time to learn more take the time to dig a bit deeper take the time to even just by listening to this podcast mm. shows shows us that you're already in a growth mindset you already want more otherwise you wouldn't be listening to this mm. right now you'd be watching netflix or you'd be i don't know at the casino doing some gambling or you'd be on your phone playing games or scrolling through facebook or getting significance by causing drama in your relationship yeah There'd be many other options. You'd be doing one of those other four of our needs very, very, very well. But the fact that you are actually here and listening to this means that you do want more for your life. You do want the best possible future. You do want your life by design. So start thinking differently now and being very, very um, intentional intentional about that direction you're moving in and actually having those affirmations. Ursha's done a, a podcast earlier on, I think it was around 20, which was about affirmations. And just do affirmations every morning. It doesn't take a lot. Growth is one of the easiest things that you can actually do because there's an abundance of information on the internet, through podcasts, um, in books. There's there's no excuse for, I didn't know about this. All you Mm. need to do is open your eyes and open your heart to what's out there and, and go. And go. That's right. And go. All right, now we move on to greater success. Now, when we're talking about success, we're talking about your ability to reach the goals that mean something to you, the things that are important to you, not the things that are important in the media and from your family or from school, like Mm. how much money you've got or how popular you are or if you're famous or if you've got lots of power, but more that what's important to you. What do you call success? And the ability to do that is through achieving it through self-development. It's really, really important that you grow yourself in order to achieve the goals that mean that you are successful. I guess why success is so important when you have a growth mindset and when we're looking at the growth model right now is because whatever you think, the world will mirror. So if you had a growth mindset and you were aware of what you wanted and you had clarity and certainty about the goals that you wanted to achieve, then whatever you think, the world will mirror. And that's also um, uh, extract from the book Shift Happens, right? Because quite often when we're growing up, our success is mirrored from what our parents have achieved. And we feel that if we're not going or following in their footsteps that we haven't met success. At school, you were told that, you know, you must get married and you have have to have two children in the white picket fence and the, you know, four-door car. And if you didn't have that, then you weren't successful. And then you have, have parents that are, you know, you never got an, you got an A on your report, but you take the report home thinking, yay, I'm successful. Mum and dad are going to be happy with me. And they turn around and they say, well, it's only an A, it's not an A+. So when you are doing the growth work and personal development work, you start to create your own identity. And then you have the confidence to then start letting other people know, this is how I'm measuring success. It's not about how many children I have. It's not about the car that I have. What I'm thinking right now is I think being successful is being able to help other people. I think being successful means that I don't have to live day to day. I think by being successful means that I can do whatever I want, whenever I want, with whoever I want, which is Urshan Sam's success strategy. So what's really important for us is that, you know, we did this project about two years ago about success 
And what does that mean to us? And it was exactly that. It's like we want to be able to do what we want with who we want whenever we want. And that was the measure of success. So when you adopt the success principle here, then you can become successful in whatever arena you choose if you act with intention. So if you're brown and rotting, you'll never apply this principle because you'll be living someone else's dream, someone else's life. Again, leading you to frustration. And then the last one that we wanted to bring up today is improved peace of mind. So if you have a growth mindset, like if you're open and have behavioral flexibility, you will have improved peace of mind. So as a result of such factors as lower stress levels, mm. experiencing better overall health and being successful, regular self-awareness and improvement practices can generate their own feelings of greater contentment and tranquility. Mm. So you're less stressed because you're actually moving in the direction you want to be moving. You're achieving the goals that you want to achieve. You're actually growing in areas that are making a really positive difference to you, to your life. So as, you're as having, opposed to sitting on your butt, procrastinating, yeah. and then you know the tall poppy syndrome, which we also spoke about. So if and maybe you could relate to this. You're one of those people that when you see other people growing, you get a little bit shitty about it. Like hands up. Like I'm putting my hands, both hands are up right now. I've certainly been that person, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to continue to be that person, right? And we have envy. I want to. I, I need to say something there because Ursha's never. Um, it's no tall poppy syndrome coming from here. Not, no, yeah, no. True. You are. You're not. You're envious of what they have that you want to have that too. Your drive to want to have more for mm. you, not for someone else to fail because they're doing better mm. and you're not. Mm. So I think it's really important. Like it's okay to have that competitiveness within you that you want more for your life. It's just not okay if you want other people to have less so that you become equals because they become lesser than. Mm. God, we're on fire Sorry. today. We're I don't want people to think that you've got tall poppy syndrome because you totally don't. Yeah, no, I am, like I am everyone else's biggest cheerleader. Like Always. I'm, I definitely am that person. I love to align with successful people. And again, what do I call success? People that are doing what they want, with when who they, they want, want, whenever they want. So if you're that type of person, then I see you as successful. And I am like right behind you going, yes, do it. And then I'm like, Sam, we've got to do this. We've got to do this. We've got to do this. We've got to get more of this in our life because this person is doing it. And if she can do it, I can do it. If he can do it, we can do it. Yeah. And I guess when you are, are being the person that is procrastinating as opposed to taking action and looking at the experts and following the experts and hiring the mentors or joining into like-minded groups and having, you know, coaches, you, you may not grow. And you're going to be the person that's down below having boohoo moments. And I've shared with you before that I had a breakdown at 28. I lived victim mode like 24-7, 100% of the time. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, I didn't even take time to breathe. I was just queen victim. And then everything changed for me. Everything changed for me. And it, it didn't serve me any longer. And so now when I see people taking action, I want to take action if that if they're getting the same outcome that I want. And when we don't have a growth mindset, we don't know that. We don't know that. So we do what other people are doing around us. And if other people are not taking action and they're not being intentional and they're not living their life by design, they're living life by default, guess who else is going to follow them? Mm. 
That's you, right. you and you. And we don't want you to be those people because we get to live our life that we love every single day with passion and with purpose. We get to help people every single day. And we've been doing this now for over 20 years. We just love it. Like people are getting up at five in the morning and, you know, oh, I don't want to get away today. And you can see how frustrated and how lost they are. They're so disconnected from, you know, contentment and tranquility because they're fighting against what they want and what they want is to have a life by design so they have more fulfillment as opposed to more frustration and i think there's a lot of societal expectation that Mm. in order to be successful you have to grind you have to work you don't sleep sleeps for the you'll sleep when you're dead just that mentality for like 20 years work 20 (laughs) hours a week a day 10 seven days a week smash it out and if you're doing less than that you're um you're weak you're pathetic you're never going to achieve anything you're not successful and all that stuff so this expectation of go 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 so that you can become richer more powerful in your position at work have the best strongest business whatever it is that's going on for you whatever your goals are and you end up being successful in others eyes but not in your own because you're not even living your life you're just a a robot that's just working 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 there's no fulfillment there's no family there's no there's no connection there are no experiences you got no time to fulfill all areas of your success in life and what I, I would suggest to all of you, because we went through this for years Ten at the start years. of this business, we just worked and worked and worked, and we were so tired that we just didn't get to experience anything, and it was just we were on a one of those mouse wheels, just going round and we round and round. We were green and growing because we were growing the business, but, but personally, other yeah, like our health took an impact, our mental and emotional well-being took an impact, our family took a significant hit, and we were living very strong in our mission and very strong in our spirit. And we made our business become our new experiences. Mm. And now we look at how we can incorporate the business as part of our experiences, as opposed to looking at our business for the experience. Because, you know, we were living so strong in the mission and the spirit that it, it has an impact on other areas. So when you have, when you have success in the areas that are important to you, then you do have more contentment and then you have an easier lifestyle. You feel more fulfilled. And let's be honest, isn't that what life is about? Okay, so let's just have a quick recap on growth today. So number one was healthier relationships, right? And then number two was increased productivity. Then number three, enhanced self-control. And then finally, greater success in your eyes actually it wasn't the last one the last one was improved peace of mind which is so important when we're living in fight or flight all the time that has that takes a toll on our health you know and i'm a prime example of that so don't be living in fight or flight live in growth mindset live an abundant mindset so that you can live a calmer more peaceful life and create your life by design as opposed to living life by default And quickly, because Sam's giving me that look like we're already at 30 minutes, how can you grow more? Guess what? You're already doing it. You're listening to my podcast and go you, right? How else can you grow? You can download audiobooks. You can can pay for a coach. You can get a personal trainer. You can align with community groups that are doing things that you want to do. You can read a book. You can go on YouTube. 
the amount of ways that you can grow is endless. Step up to a challenge, give to a charity. There are so many areas. Don't limit your thinking. Don't limit yourself. Go out there and crush whatever arena it is that scares you the most right now. Just do it. I did a podcast and look at you. You're sitting there listening to it today. Now, if I hadn't have jumped in that arena and I was shit scared, guess what? I wouldn't have served a greater, bigger community. I would still be living in a fixed mindset, running around, head between my legs or tail between my legs, I guess, and I would be feeling frustrated. So, If I can do it, you can do it. Go out there and create some change today so that you can have some phenomenal growth in your life so you can have way more fulfillment. And that's a wrap today, all about growth. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please share it with a friend or share it on the socials. And don't forget to tag me on hashtag MFM, Mind Fitness Mentor. And if nobody's told you today, remember, you are loved, you matter, and you are more than enough. Remember, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. I can't wait to see you then.